hello, hello, and welcome to Newsy Snooker Podcast, where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy Snook, do you smell that? It smells like memories. This week in New Zealand, I am dedicating this episode to a new business that I think can smell the future. Wawash is made up of community members that are working towards creating a deeper headspace through fragrance. They sent me a couple products and I can say as a person that doesn't get a lot of time to just play, their fragrances put me right into the perfect headspace. I bring on co-owners Stitch and Diana to talk about how one eventful conversation at Capcom led to the creation of their company and how that company is using a special device to unlock deep memories through sense. I'm Stitch. And I'm Diana. And we are Lawash. <laughs> I love it. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys. So Wawash sent me a couple weeks ago some, some of their products, uh, Little One Scent. And they also sent me the Frosted Fang scent. And you also sent me the Friend scents. Before we begin into like all of your products, why scents? Like, what is it about scents that you were like, this is something that the kink scene, specifically furries and ABDLs, this is something that could be big? So there, there's not a whole lot of it going on, right? I mean, th- there's people buying fragrance, rebottling, you know, putting it in different forms, but as far as we know, we we think we're the only one out there, you know, creating sense for our community from the ground up. So we're not we're not outsourcing, you know, there's not somebody else, you know, designing it behind the scenes. It's made by our community. We have two chemists on staff and it it's an art form that we uh we love um you know, creating for the people who appreciate it instead of the cheap mass market stuff. Yeah. And both of our chemists are part of the community. They're both ABDL, both furry, both kinky. Um, And it was just something that both of us, as well as both of our chemists are very passionate. Scent is one of those things that is the closest tied to memory uh, and to nostalgia. So it's really something that can help with headspaces and um i mean we've even had people you know send us emails telling that it's you told telling us that it's helped them with you know healing from past trauma and all sorts of stuff um so it's really cool seeing the impact that scent can actually have uh in someone's play or in someone's overall life and it's very personal you know i don't i don't think it's going to have that experience for everybody but i mean we it was tested by Littles during its development. We went through how many revisions of Little One? 40, 49 40, or 50. 49, you know, and we'd we'd have get-togethers with a bunch of ABDLs and we were like, hey, smell this, you know, smell this, now smell this, you know, and it eventually we settled on something that really kind of checked all the boxes. It's kind of a blend of like old school baby and like new baby products. So it's like kind of got a little bit of everything in there. Yeah, I know. I was talking to my therapist last night um, about this and he was like, you know, that's, it's kind of ingenious because he, he says, like, even from a psychological standpoint, scent is a form of, you know, to think back, to regress. And so it'll only make sense that a scent that, you know, having a scent that smells like baby powder and all these other scents would re- help you regress. I mean, it helped me because I know lately, just because of my job, it's been so hard to, like, find time to regress. And I'm not going to lie, when I tried your little one scent, I immediately was like, I want a blanket, I want a pillow, I want a diaper, I want to be in a onesie. I want all of it 
because it just it it brought me back the the smell of baby powder just brought me back immediately yeah i think as as littles you know we see like all these products that are like tactile or visual or you know things like that but we rarely incorporate scent as a component in that and i think it's a nice way to kind of carve out a space where it's like being like hey this sense is distinctly involved you know in in that experience and I, and then before we get into the product also the idea of like i don't i had this idea i was like i don't have to cover my room in baby powder to get the essence of baby powder uh, i can just put yes. it in a diffuser and have the same effect, right? Like, like it's almost like when, like for me, when I put on a good night, right? Like it's, it's like the act of being ABDL without like the full commitment of like, you're going to be like thickly diapered in a room sucking on a pacifier a little bit. Yeah. Let's go into Wawash. Let's, how did Wawash start? Where did you get the idea? What, it, what inspired all this? So Wawash officially, uh, formed uh back in april with all of our filing of documentation uh we started our research and development in july uh and our first product hit the shelves uh well figuratively it hit the e-commerce shelves uh in mid to late september all of last year so it was a very fast very rapid process of getting this company off the ground and started um but the actual concept for it uh, is a bit of a funny story. And I'm going to let Stitch take that one. So, I mean, I was at last Capcom, I gave away little soaps, little paw shaped soaps to everybody. And this was just like, you know, me having fun. And I had problems with the fragrance oil that I was using breaking down in the soap. So they come out smelling like nothing. And, you know, I'm at the bar, you know, and the person next to me, I had, you know, chatted with a bit. Turns out, you know, he lived in the Northeast as well. He uh, was a, a chemist, you know, and he's like, well, here's your problem. Your your um, esters of your fragrance are, you know, undergoing nucleophilic attack and they're all being destroyed by the lye. So I was like, wait, so you can't make soap, uh, cold processed soap, like good soap smell like baby. And he was like, not the way you're currently doing it. So, you know, he rapidly, you know, kind of joined up with us and, you know, and joined our team. And uh, he took a couple months later, we're in a lab in New York, reverse engineering you know, existing consumer sense and just seeing what makes them tick. And then the thought was, why aren't, why aren't we building something for us, you know, from scratch? Why are we, you know, relying on big corporations to tell us what smells good, you know, when our community, you know, has that sensibility for ourselves, you know? Yeah, it kind of started as just a bit of a, a fun passion project of like, okay, well, we really enjoy making soap, but we want to make the soap actually smell right like actually smell like baby and then we just realized oh wait there is like this is something that could really you know we could give back to the community with this you know it's not something that we necessarily just need to make for ourselves this is something that we could you know bring to the broader abdl community and furry community and kink community as you know various scents have you know come out and played to different headspaces. Yeah. And it's, it's a really fun art form to work into. It's not something that, you know, I had any experience working in before, you know, and it's very much like anything else I've ever done. Yeah. I was going to ask, you know, you brought up making soap. I remember making soap in like high school, but I'm guessing you're back. I'm guessing you making the baby smelling soap was more of a, like, let me see if I can try it. Or do, or do you actually make soap for a living? Okay. Okay. So I don't, I'm, 
that was just a let's try it and see thing. And then we realized, you know, after we had already de developed our fragrance, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's not it's not the fragrance itself. It's the way that it's getting in there. It's being put into the formula too early, which is how most people, you know, make cold process. soap. they'll put the fragrance in there, you know, while it's curing, while it's, you know, undergoing its chemical changes, you know. And um, we kind of developed a technique with our chemists to nitro infuse the fragrance in the soap after it's already done. We think we're the only ones out there who are doing this. So we have a way of making soap smell like anything we want. No one else has it. Wow. Let's go into that for a second. So you said that it, what's the process? What's the secret? How is it made? So we basically, we already cure the soap and then we under heat and pressure force fragrance in, into it after it's already complete. So um, we we spent months developing this failure after failure after failure. Um, mm -hmm. But the whole plan was, you know, we we came, joined up with uh, BFC, you know, and and kind of did our official launch there. But we gave out soaps that smell like little one to everybody there. Yeah. So at Baby for Con, uh, we supplied uh, two little mini paw, paw shaped uh, complimentary soaps uh, for each attendee that had registered. Um, so every person who showed up to baby for con got a little goodie bag at check-in, uh, and had two of those soaps in there. Um, and it was in, it was quite the process getting them, uh, uh, ready in time, but, uh, the final product was fantastic. You know, it really, we were able to fully infuse each of those little soaps to, reek of baby in the best way possible yeah people went nuts for it um, i think you know at our core we're still a fantasy fragrance company but the soap's really fun to make but it's really labor intensive but we're hoping that we are going to make more soon yeah oh very fun and of course you know the the next product we have to talk about is the little ones what's what's the process making a uh, an essential oil that smells like baby powder i mean how do you do that okay so first we we start looking at like tons of consumer products that are on the market. We kind of, we break them down and see what makes them tick. So we have a, a um, PCMS, which is a gas uh, chromatograph mass spectrometer. And what it does is it essentially like fingerprints each individual, you know, breed of molecule that's in, that's in something. And we can kind of look at how it's created by with that and then rip it apart and kind of see, you know, what, what chemicals are contributing what to the fragrance and rebuild it from the ground up. Yeah, it pretty much gives us a fingerprint ID for every, you know, volatile scent compound in a product. And we ran so many tests on so many products. It's, it's basically an electronic nose is what it is. Oh, like yeah, and, and with that, it gave us, you know, this huge, you know, repository of uh, data to look at when we went back to then build it ourselves. You know, it's not a recreation of any one particular thing like baby powder or baby diapers or baby wipes. It's more so a, you know, a, a, a fine fragrance designed to smell like, you know, kind of this essence of a nursery and kind of baby. Uh, what, did, what do we call it? Uh, a little smell for adult noses? Yes. So, I mean, the thing is consumer fragrances you know, in a disposable product are built really cheap and they usually don't scale up to something like we're trying to do like a high-end fragrance. So you kind of have to, you do have to start over. You can't just, you know, sell, you know, what people are used to because, you know, it won't last when you spray it on things. It won't, you know, have that diffusion in a room. So everything kind of has to be taken back to the drawing board. 
Like, and one of the, the instrument itself is so cool. Like one of the things we ran, one of the tests we ran last week was we took an old library book and cut it up and did analysis on it. You could see that that's the, the chemicals that are responsible for that smell. You know, that, get that feeling when you walk into an old library, you smell the, the kind of vanilla-y, you know, books, you know. Is that also part of the product? Because you brought up that how you, you, you kind of cut up a small book. So are you basically feeding this machine like, here, small book, here, baby no, powder. So and, the then, and then it kind of, break, then it gives you like the equivalent of like, here's how you make this in fragrance way. Is that how I should do, understand it? Does, it will break it down that that well, but the way that we get the stuff into the machine, you're like, oh, well, how do you put baby powder through, through the instrument? Or how do you put a, you know, old book through there? What it is, is we have this little tiny fiber that's coated with, uh, with siloxane, which is essentially silica, right? And silica absorbs things. And, but the trick to silica is, once it absorbs things, as you heat it up at a specific rate, certain molecules will come off at a certain time. So oh. we expose the fiber to the air surrounding the thing after uh, the object after heating it. And then that fiber is dangled into a stream of helium, which is carried through the, the mass spec. That's, did you know all this when you started on this journey, basically? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I, I had never touched one of these instruments prior to eight months ago. And my chemist, you know, when he took me up to the, the first lab we were working at in New York, he got me hooked. And we eventually I was like, I need one of these. Right. And the industry prices these things way out of small business, you know, for us. But luckily, you know, we got a government auction and found one for a very, very reasonable price. And, you know, we had four, four littles, you know, two of which were chemists refurbing this thing in my house and uh it's it's been a real journey it's been a lot of fun <laughs> but it's i think the the point the whole point to that is littles and abdls are incredibly intelligent resourceful people and when you get enough of them in a room they can do really you know incredible stuff <laughs> you can do just about anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> our community is is so diverse that if you have a need for any specific niche knowledge there is somebody there with answers 100 percent. i 100 percent 100% believe that. So you were telling me that little ones went through like 50 revisions. What was what was the reaction or what has been the reaction to at least little ones? What have people sent you? So uh, it's been kind of incredible. Um, I don't think either of us expected the response we got, even within the first uh, day of having it, uh, uh, you know, up for sale. When we put out the first, I think it was, uh, uh, like a uh, 150 bottles on the website. Uh, it sold out in 24 hours. Um, it was absolutely insane. Uh, and the outpouring of response from the community has been incredible. I mean, everyone has been so supportive uh, and so enthusiastic about the product. Um, as I kind of mentioned earlier, like we've had people who've emailed us telling us how it's helped them like deal with their, you know, childhood trauma. You know, we've had people who on, on a complete opposite end of that spectrum, you know, they use it and they get super horny. You know, it's, it really, everyone has a unique individual experience with it. Uh, and hearing all these various stories and testimonials of how much people enjoy it or how much it's helped them uh, has just been absolutely phenomenal. No, it's, it's crazy. Cause in the very beginning, like we just, we had it finished and, you know, I'm so paranoid about releasing it. Cause it's like my baby, like I, you know, I bust, I work so hard on it. I'm like, what if people don't like it? You know, cause it was like developed with 
10 or 12, you know, baby furs, you know, who would routinely come up and, you know, we'd have play dates and kind of work on it all together. But, um, you know, we'd sent maybe 20 or 30 samples to some close friends that lived all over and we didn't really solicit, you know, reviews, but people went nuts for it. There was all over Twitter within a couple days, like, and it immediately people, people fell in love with it. And I'm eternally thankful for that. Yeah. Let me ask the question of, so like for me, I smell baby powder, but from how you were describing how the machine works, right? You didn't put baby powder in the machine was like, here, make baby powder. You kind of, right. It's a, it's a combination of different scents. Do people send you, oh, it smells like this, or it smells like this. Do you get like varying degrees of like what people smell from different people? It's like personalized for each person a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone's kind of association between smell and memory is totally different and how everybody responds to scent is totally different and totally unique and totally individual. Um, We kind of intentionally tried to pick, you know, compounds from different types of baby products so that it didn't just smell kind of one note like baby powder, but you know, that it would smell like a variety of different things. So we have people who tell us, you know, oh, it smells like a freshly opened box of, you know, baby diapers, or, oh, it smells like the same powder that, you know, was used on me as a kid, or, oh, I used to wet the bed, and there's that kind of, uh, kind of slightly sweet smell of dry Mm -hmm. pee in the morning Mm -hmm. uh, that I smell in it, you know? It's been really cool hearing how everybody smells it slightly differently, but overall, it's the same general feel of, you know, it's all very baby, it's all very nursery, uh, but everyone's interpretation of that is unique and different. We have not put pee through the mass spec yet. <laughs> we do need to do that. <laughs> For all you piss play people, that, that's yeah, gonna sell exactly. so fast. Um, <laughs> that's so cool. And w- w- I got chills hearing you say that because talk about, you know, kink itself, I've always said, is very personalized, right? The way I experience this kink though look similar could be very different than how you experienced how you know my boy experiences how friends experience it it's all very different so it's interesting to have a product such as a scent that almost amplifies that absolutely yeah um and i mean that's true for us like you know the way both of us you know as as individuals experience you know, our, our little sides or, you know, my more mommy dom side, uh, are, are very unique and very different, but there's really a beauty in where those, those two individualistic, unique, uh, elements blend and merge. Um, and that's, you know, for us, one of the things I love the most about our relationship, um, you know, outside of the company, uh, but even within the company, it's, it's kind of the same thing, you know, we're very, uh, uh, like-minded people with two very different skill sets. <laughs> and so it kind of blends perfectly together um, to, to bring wall wash to life. Uh, and, and the product is kind of that way too. You know, oh, it's, yeah, cool. everyone smells it differently, but when you get all of them in a room together, you know, everyone's getting that same communal experience. Mm-hmm. I love that. Let's turn to, so you also sent me Frosted Fang. While I put it on the scented strip, please tell me, where did the idea for this come from? Who is it? Is it geared towards? Uh, so like little one, I feel like is very geared towards like 
ABDL little ones. Is Frosted Fang geared towards more like furries? Tell me, tell me about Frosted Fangs. So Frosted Fangs is kind of my uh, 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 baby. Um, I growing up uh, every Sunday was cinnamon rolls in my household. I'm smelling um, the and- cinnamon roll as soon as I opened it. Yes. Uh I smell the butter too. There's <laughs> Yeah, the the wonderful thing about it is it's it really does smell like a cinnamon bun fresh out of the oven. There's butter, there's the the bread, there's the kind of like that that sweet sugary brown sugar cinnamon paste. There's the icing with the buttercream and the vanilla. There's so many nuanced notes to it. Um it is probably the most complex uh uh, cinnamon roll fragrance uh, our compounding lab has ever had to try and create because um, we design all of them in-house. Uh, in our little lab in our house, we design all of these fragrances from our library of 250 something scent compounds. Uh, and then we send that finished formula off to get uh, you know mass compounded. Um, and that's a safety thing too, right? Yes. Because that, then it, go, it undergoes a safety audit, you know, to make sure that it's able to be used in concentration for how people are using it, right? It's important to have an, an additional lab do that, develop the finished product because we want to make sure that it's produced in a, you know, GMP facility. We want to make sure that every batch is the same every single time, you know, that the ingredients going into it are, you know, are safe. Yeah. And, and whereas a lot of like scented consumer products will have, you know, maybe 10, 12, 15 at most, uh, relatively cheap compounds in it to make their fragrance we have i think over 30 uh in frosted fangs that make it up spared no expense it's not it's nothing like a candle fragrance it is it's you know developed like a high-end a high-end uh you know wearable fragrance yeah although i don't know how many people would want to wear that one but it's (laughs) no i Um, I, I, i definitely smell asmr no, I definitely get the the cinnamon, like doughy a little bit, like like breakfast morning dessert. I guess is like the best mm-hmm. way I could describe this. But it's not like cinnamon; it's like cinnamon adjacent. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon like is a cinnamon is a really tough compound to use. It's really restricted, you know, as far as how much cinnamon fragrance you can put in stuff because those specific chemicals are skin sensitizers. So I got to be really careful with how much I put in there. Yeah. So rather than just like, you know, putting in, you know, cinnamon scent uh, as one thing, it's actually a blend of five or six different things coming together to create that kind of cinnamon essence smell. Um, And that's one of the things that uh, is kind of unique to how we do this. Uh, Whereas something like an essential oil that you'd go out and buy is a, you know, kind of a a distillation process that extracts that fragrance down into an oil from whatever natural product that can have up to 300 different compounds in it that makes it smell like that. And you have no idea how much of each of those is in there and how safe or unsafe it is. Whereas with the products we make, we're very, very careful to follow, uh, multitude of different safety guidelines 
as to how much of each individual compound is going in there so we can control every single step of the way to make sure that we're not making a product that's going to harm our own community and ensuring that it smells exactly how we want it to smell. Every single time. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's the problem with naturals, right? So when you do a, the the difference between anything being poison or, you know, or completely safe is its dosage, right? And when you have an essential oil, you're taking 10 pounds of plant and and pulling it down into one cc of, of something. And you just, you know, it, there may be things in there that you don't necessarily want in there. So and every time you do it, every t- batch of cinnamon is going to smell slightly different. So we want the same product every single time. So we're using individual components of those naturals. We're using, you know, uh, individual molecules of it that we like, that we're like, oh, this contributes this to the smell. This contributes this. Right. And then the lab is producing it for us. So I put little one in, in a cold water diffuser. What would you recommend if someone if someone went to go get uh, Frosted Fangs, uh, what would you, how would you recommend them they use it? So there's a couple different ways to use the pure oils. Um, the water diffusers is the most common, um, but there are also um, fan diffusers, uh, which you can find, you know, at, even at Walmart, uh, which is basically just a, a little piece of felt uh, that you put the oil on, and then it blows air through that to disperse the scent that way. You can also put a couple drops on a dryer ball with your laundry and do it on air tumble. Uh, oh, no heat. So great onesies come out smelling awesome. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not a I'm not a furry veteran. So this might be a very naive cancer. Would could you air dry a furry suit in this scent? You can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but but really the the ideal way for fursuits, the product that we had been really working on hard is our friend sense formulation, which little ones available in that right now. And we're working on getting our other two cents into that, but right. it's basically the oil, but in a spray form that you can apply to plushies, bedding, everything, the color testing has been, been done on it. It's safe, you know, and it's, you get the full smell without the smell of alcohol, which is really important to us because it's like the one thing that pulls would pull me out a little space is if, you know, I'm using a perfume or a scent product and the first fragrance I get hit with is booze, right? So I, it's the most common thing, but we completely reimagine that spray product from the ground up, looking at it as a micro emulsion where it's kind of in a suspension with a little bit of polysorbate. So instead you get the smell you want with one spray that lasts basically the whole day, right. you know, and it, it, it may take a, like a couple extra seconds to dry cause it's water-based, but we think it's uh it's not only is it safer for fursuits because of the reduced alcohol content, but it's, you know, I think it's a, it's a better experience. And I think it's important that like, you know, fursuits are an extension of our character, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, what better way to kind of design your character than like this, like really carefully crafted fragrance. Like I I think find that idea really romantic, you know, it's like, you kind of like, we're giving people an option to expand their character besides just appearance and personality and, and action. You know, it's, it's this way when somebody comes in for a hug, now they smell, you know, they, this, bigger part of that experience. Right. So just so everyone is aware, they also sent me the friend scent. I haven't tried it yet. So how many spurts should I put on my plushie? Ooh, just one. Just, just one. It's it's just it's, one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like so scared. Okay, wait, wait, you said shake it first. So I'll shake it first. Mm-hmm. And then nope. <laughs> I honestly haven't opened yet. So it has to go through the scissors first. 
Okay, what? That was two. What? I saw that. <laughs> I overdid it. I'm yeah, so it was sorry. important for us to make it make it strong, right? Because we don't, you know, it's it's more cost effective for people, and it's like you know, it's I don't know, it just lasts long longer. It's a better experience. It's like fun too, because like now, like now, I just want it close to my body. Like, <laughs> like if you like if you ever wanted to like really hug a plushie, put some put some friend scent on it, because now you, I'm gonna set you right there. That's so fun. No, that's that's a fun idea because I never thought about, yeah, putting – not only could you put a scent into a room, but you could put a scent to an object, right? You're taking a – talk about meta. You're taking a scent that triggers a memory and then now putting that scent memory trigger on an object that Ooh, could enhance the experience. I've never thought about it that it. way. I like that. Crazy. This is all craziness. I feel like I'm in like a chemistry lab. Okay, so we went over little one scent which good for diffusers, friend, friend scent, uh, which is good for putting on plushies. Uh, we put the frosted fangs on a, on a scented strip. Let, but you are all, you're pumping out products because uh, a new product that came out while these products were in the mail getting to me is you released a puppy's playtime scent. T talk to me about, Stitch, tell me about your, your opus. T tell me oh, about yeah, your puppy's my, playtime scent. We were saying before, this is my magnum opus. I, I hope people like this scent. This scent was really important to me from the inception of the company. It's like, to me, it's the smell of arts and crafts. It's almost like a middle space kind of thing. But it has that smell of like modeling dough and like crayons and finger paints and even like the plastic play mat. So it's it's got all of that nuance. It's maybe not for everybody, but for me, it's like, oh, it's so good. And uh, I can't wait for the Friend Sense version of that to come out. We're working hard on that right now. Yeah, it's kind of got that essence of like kindergarten, early elementary school, like arts and crafts space. Um, and it's it's a really interesting and deep and complex scent um unexpectedly so <laughs> uh you know when you when you think of those products you don't necessarily think them think of them as having much depth to the smell uh you think of it as just oh that you know crayon smells like wax you know but we had to take it further and um in doing so uh had to find a way to elevate those scents uh, which was a very long and yes. very uh labor intensive yeah, the, process the, the problem is with with fragrance a lot of times what people are used to smelling in like a consumer product that it'll be really diluted right it's a couple parts per million so you try to scale something like that up to that concentration and it falls apart it mm. smells like really really gross so you have to try to get something that's more refined and balanced but still like pokes those trigger points you know so um, I think we did really well with it. It even has like, there's a little bit of inspiration in there to me of like that feeling of like certain, the smell of certain materials, like a pup hood or something like the inside of it. Like there's like this, like this kind of like warm kind of like, I don't know, it's got, it's got the saltiness of modeling dough, you know, the vanilla of it, the little bit of bits of almond. And it's, it's kind of rounded out with florals in the bottom of it to give it you know, to make it palatable. Yeah, and there is there is a there is a couple of little uh, notes in there of uh, like vinyl and PVC and kind of latexy smells to get that kind of play mat or like gloves. You know. Oh, I really wish we had sent this one to you. I wish we had it at that time. I don't yeah. think we did. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't. I think it was still finishing up uh, production, but 
Um, it is on the market now. Um, you can go to our website, wawash.com, uh, and try it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a really interesting, uh, and intricate smell. Yeah. That's, that's my baby. That's like, to, to me, that is even more of a scent of childhood than little one. Yeah. All the, all the scents you were describing, I was like, I was, I, I like was picturing kindergarten, like so vividly, just like the, all the words you were describing, right? Like the wax of wax from, you know, drawing with a crayon and the, and the play mat and all that. And, and the, 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 the vinyl of those mats, you know, I, I could, I could picture and smell it all, all in my head. And that's so yeah, cool. And sometimes, sometimes the words don't describe it really well. I think it's, it's the scent is kind of everything. It like kind of speaks for itself because, you know, I could describe it to somebody, but until you like trigger those neurons that are responsible for that memory with the, with the fragrance itself, it's like, can't be, can't be explained. <laughs> is the idea that all the scents will get eventually get to like friend scent so that they could like spray it onto different plushies, whatever. Yes. So we are currently finishing up uh, product testing on friend scents for both Frosted Fangs and Puppies Playtime. They should be ready really soon. Um, we are super excited to get those out. Uh, our, our plan has always been, you know, that every scent we put in an oil, uh, we intend to put into a spray. You know, the oil is great. Uh, you know, it's versatile in that, you know, you can use it in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, we have people who've messaged us saying, oh, I have, you know, my favorite lotion that I like to throw it in and make my lotion smell baby, you know? Um, oh, you can put it in lotion, like, 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 yes. lo like lotion, like hand lotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So ultimately all it comes down to is the concentration of how much of that oil is going into the finished product. Uh, and one of the things that we uh, do post on our website, we have a guideline sheet for certain types of products you may want to try making yourself with it, of how much oil you, is safe to put in something like a lotion or a body wash or a shampoo or a candle, you know? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like when we were talking about the difference in something, you know, in its safety margin being the concentration, you know, when we have our testing done and they say you can use this much in this type of product, you know, in, in terms of how much weight. So people may naturally ask how much, you know, am I going to need to put in lotion? Well, you're going to want to, you know, put in the specific amount or less, you know, for that. But those margins are really quite high. If you put as much as you can and still be safe, you have a very sensitive lotion. <laughs> and you guys are still not done because you told me that you have a big announcement for uh coming up what's your big announcement coming up yes so as we mentioned uh it's sometimes pretty hard to describe smell in words uh because it is such a you know unique sensory experience um a big part of that is you know being able you know a big part of uh a big part of the product is being able to smell it you know it's hard to describe it in words and the best place to smell it is at a convention. We were at Baby FurCon back in October. Um, we did uh, ABU's Baltimore Open House back in December. Um, and we just last week got the email uh, letting us know that we will be one of the vendors at AnthroCon, which if you're not familiar with it, is one of two of the largest furry conventions in the United States, if not the world. Uh, held in Pittsburgh, which will be July 4th weekend, I believe. 
so we will be vending there. So come out, see us. Uh, we will have plenty of product for all of the smells. Uh, we're hoping to have another new fragrance out by that point. Um, yeah, we have a bunch of fun stuff in the works. Yeah. We should talk about some of that too. So we, you know, um, like one of the other things that we've been, we're toying with the idea of doing, um, if it can be done safely is inflatable, like PVC smell, because we have been getting a ton of requests for that. That's a big one. Um, like something that smells inflatable. Yeah, like inflatable pool toys. You know how that's a that's a huge thing. Like people oh, love like that. Chlorine, like a little bit of chlorineness, a little bit of like a that like bit. plasticness. It's, yes, it's very yes. plastic. Like when you take a people... pool out of a box for the first time and you're like, ugh. Exactly yes. that. Well, I see you go, uh, but a lot of people go, ooh, that's really nice. And I, I can see what people like in it. I really do. You know, so we've been looking at that to see whether that can be done safely. Yeah, especially in the furry community. I mean, you go to pretty much any furry con, there will always be a pool toy panel. <laughs> and it'll always be in one of the largest rooms of the con. Uh, and it will always be packed. Um, you know, we definitely have a lot of friends who very much appreciate that scent. Um, sounds like something I could get into, too. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's, it's a very unique smell. And our goal is not just to create something for the ABDL community. It's to create something for the broader, you know, ABDL furry kink communities that we are a part of and that we aren't a part of, you know, um, we're both very kinky beyond just diapers, you know, and beyond just, you know, being littles. Uh, so playing into some of those spaces as well and helping, you know, those, those different areas of kink, uh, kind of expand the experience is also a goal. Oh man, one of the other ones we're working on too is called Root Bear, right? You probably noticed by this point that all of the names are animal related <laughs> yes. for the most part with the exception of little one. Um, yeah. But um, we're working on one called Root Bear, which is basically a kind of leather, like barrel aged, you know, cask aged root beer scent. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that kind of cigar tobacco and yes. like leather mixed with that you know the the predominant smell being the barrel aged root beer um but it's got some of those other notes in there this one this one's for the bigs in our community <laughs> you know it's that it'll be that daddy smell you know well not even that because when you said root beer my brain immediately went to like i don't know why don't judge me for this but it went to like fourth of july barbecue a little like mm -hmm. like you know like having mm -hmm. a soda for the first time like that that's where my mind immediately went without smelling it is like root beer like oh like the first time i had a soda or something because i can i can like i was gonna say i can visualize root beer right now but i was like no i can like kind of smell what you're kind of describing yeah and that's the cool thing is like even if we maybe in in our design of the product and our intention of the product was meant to be you know like hey we were thinking of a product for you know leather like daddy doms that doesn't mean it's only for like leather daddy doms just like little one is not only for littles you know um everyone has such a unique and individual experience with smell kind of like we said earlier uh so absolutely root bear could be you know a little space smell and just like little one can absolutely be, you know, a mommy or daddy smell um, or, you know, uh, any anything for that matter. It's, you know, if you really just like that fragrance, it can just be a pleasant aroma. 
Um, one of the things that uh, somebody uh, threw the idea at me of, I still have to figure out the safety concerns around it, uh, but uh, using little one when treating uh, jute rope for doing rope sessions um, and adding smell into shibari, um, which I think was genius. Yeah. Uh, I still have to figure out how safe that is and what proportions and dilution and all that. Uh, but I definitely plan to try that soon. <laughs> you know, through this whole conversation, I it a word that keeps popping up in my head other than scent is it just kind of seems all very community driven from like sitting at a bar at Capcom talking to some guy who's like, oh, here's how you should do the chemistry to community members sending you this is how it's impacted me to people messaging you saying I want to put it on this because of this. It just all very seems like no matter who you are in this community, you could probably find either a need or or this any of your products could probably affect them in some way yeah and it's it's fun too because people have sent us so many samples hey here's this thing that's not made anymore you know can you get inspiration from it you know or or kind of help me relive that you know it's just really neat we have a whole bunch of samples waiting for this weekend to be run through the instrument to you know see what makes them tick and see if we can get to the bottom of, of it but yeah and and from the core of this company, it we we as people as well as this company are very community driven. I know for me that like the ABDL community has healed me in in a very large way, and I have found some of my closest friends through it. Uh, as well as the furry community, you know, I was just at uh, Anthro New England last weekend. <laughs> um, I love furry cons. It is such a wonderful experience. Um, and, you know, rope is one of my favorite things. Um, I have, you know, such uh, fond memories through rope and a lot of therapeutic experiences through it. Um, there's so many, like this, so many different communities have given so much to me and so much to us that we really want to find ways to give back. And Wawash is kind of our way to give back to those communities, uh, you know, by trying to help them, you know, and enjoy their spaces more. Yeah, we're, we try to keep everything within the community as much as we can for production and, you know, hiring and, and design work and all of that. You know, I think it's really important that, you know, we keep that stuff to our people. Yep. Definitely, definitely want to give a huge shout out to uh, Smokey Aussie for yep. our logo. And, and um, they yep. did a, huge, a wonderful job uh, creating Slices, our mascot. Um, but yeah, we, we 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 really try to keep everything in the community. We really do. Yeah, our, our two um, consultant chemists are rock stars that um, they are, have been there for every every little issue that's mm -hmm. come up throughout production. And they uh, they do a lot of work behind the scenes. I know we're all over the Twitter, but uh, but Jack and Toby are... <laughs> We yeah. got to make sure that stays in because we want them to hear. We really appreciate them. Yeah, we we neither of us have any kind of formal chemistry background. Uh, I went to school for classical music. Um, and I'm just just a geek, you know. <laughs> and so it's just something we're both really passionate about and decided to just hunker down and learn. Um, and without the two of their support, we would not be able to do this, you know? Um, so they have been a huge part of 
Wawash and making Wawash happen. Uh, and we are eternally great. Eternally oh. grateful to the two of them. Can't imagine it. having to go through all that product testing without oh, that. Gosh, that yeah. Because <laughs> there's so much the friend. That's why the friend sense is for all of them is not out yet. But there's so much to consider. There's, you know, whether the product's going to be stable on the shelf with the water content. It's like, we don't want it staining people's plushies. We don't want to mess up somebody's best friend, you know, <laughs> fursuits, very expensive. You don't want that to, you know, to leave a mark on there. Um, they, they have, we have to make sure they're, sh- you know, shelf stable, you know? Right. So there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but those two, those two have been instrumental. Yeah. Well, I love the care that you take with each of these products. Before we go, I'm going to ask each of you. So you've told me about some products, some smell, some scents that will are on the horizon. But let's talk long-term. Stitch, where do you hope to see Wawash in like two years' time, three years' time, four years' time? Where do you hope? Where do where do you hope? Where do you hope you're going to be? Oh gosh, I don't know. I'd like to see a whole line of the friend scents enough that you know it, there's something that it kind of appeals to everybody. And uh, I just like to continue, you know, giving back to the, you know, the community. I'd like to have an altruism arm of this company would be great. And as soon as we are, you know, stable enough to do that. And if, so as soon as we're established, that's first order of business, hopefully sometime this year. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Same question. Where, Diana, where do you um, see, where do you see Wawash going? What's yeah. like, what's like a thing that you're like, definitely not soon, but like, a goal that's like out there. So uh, I'm very big on the altruism arm as well. We really want this whole company is community based and trying to find a variety of ways to give back to the community. Um, But beyond just that, um, this, this company has, has a lot of potential for us um, in terms of it's just fragrance. And fragrance can take so many forms. Uh, there's so many applications of fragrance. There's so many different products you can put fragrance in. Um, a big uh, product goal for me, whether that's two, three, four, five years down the road, is I would love to eventually see our fragrances as a lotion. Um, I think that would be a really cool way to bring our sense to the community uh, in a way way that can be used every day you know um you can kind of wear about you know to go to the bar or to go to you know a meetup or believe, whatever believe it or not there are people out there who would wear root beer lotion <laughs> i'm one of them <laughs> i am also one of them <laughs> that sounds great do you think there'll ever come a time where like slices is in like a shampoo bottle and like you take his head off and like you can put on uh. one of your scents do you that think that'll like ever an, happen? An injection molding nightmare. <laughs> but it does sound fun. It sounds fun. But yeah, yeah, we've looked into, you know, uh, bath, you know, bath gels kind of stuff. It's it's challenging for us to maintain the kind of control over the formula to, you know, without using like a pre-existing blend. We want everything that we make to be like spectacular. And I'm not sure at this point we could do that spectacular. But as you said, three, four, five years down the road, who knows? I I'm mean, just, I'm just happy if just hearing people's positive responses to it. That's like, I'll keep doing this until those stop, right? So it's like, just seeing people get excited about it online is so cool. Like, uh, like at BFC, like at the end, you know, they called us up on stage and I'm there crying in, in front of everybody because of how, you know, just seeing people's reaction to it is nuts. I'm so happy that it, that people have, you know, adopted it. 
Yeah, we're and and BFC in particular, very grateful to the BFC staff for you know our relationship with them and in making that happen. Oh um, man, what a great con! If you're a baby fur, please go to BFC. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. Um, and that was really what kind of like there there was the stuff there was all the research and development before there was you know Capcom Bar and all of that, but Baby for Con was kind of really kickstarted. Um the the success of the company so far it's like capcom but everybody's in fursuit it's fantastic what's not to like there you go all right well thank you stitch thank you diana for coming to newsy's nook and enlightening all of us and getting us all excited for all of your fragrances and scents thank you so much for having us yeah it's been wonderful um and thank you for letting us you know share a little bit about wawash and uh, a little bit about ourselves Thank you. I could go on for another hour about that. I, I love, I love scent. <laughs> Stitch and Diana say, if you want to sample some of their fragrances, make sure to check out their socials for giveaways and what conventions they will be going to. They say they always have a lot of product to sample. All right, kiddos, I'm going to go put some little one scent in my diffuser and put on a thick diaper. See ya. Bye.